Hey there, everybody. This is Corey Baker, and you are listening to the Chasing Better podcast. It has been a minute, been on a vacation for the last week or two, doing some beaching. Uh, to be 100% honest with you, I am not a beach guy. I do not like sand, but I do like my family, and they, well, sometimes. I do like my family, and they wanted to go to the beach, so we went to the beach. And honestly, had a relaxing time. It was better than I thought it was going to be. But as we've discovered numerous times on these discussions with guests and by myself, we tend to realize in life that things are what we make them. So I went into it with a, uh, an attitude that I was going to have a great time, and we certainly did. But anyway, glad to be back at it, glad to be back offering value, assisting you to uh, become the best version of yourself. I know that we've had a challenging season. We've talked a lot over the last few months about some of the issues that are facing our world today. We've, we've had some discussions about race. We've had some discussions about masks and the virus and just all the challenging things. We've talked about politics. Uh, lots of things that are uh, hot button items in our world today. And uh, today uh, I'm excited to have a new friend one that I've just recently met, but we are virtually connected through the interwebs and beautiful nature of social media. And both of us are a, uh, a part of a, uh, a small group of entrepreneurs uh, led by uh, Ed Milet and Andy Priscilla called um, Arate. And, uh, and so we've, we've had the chance to connect a few times and thought it'd be a great uh, idea to have her on and tell a little bit of her story and talk a little about a subject that I, I think everyone's interested in to a certain degree, and that is money. So uh, I've got my friend Elena Chisholm here, and uh, she is busy taking some time out of her schedule. Not only is she running a massive business, but she just got engaged and is planning a wedding, and uh, yet here she is. So Elena, thank you so much for jumping on with us today. Excited to have a discussion with you. Thanks so much, Corey. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a hot minute for me as well. I haven't really been super active on my podcast either, but um, the reason why is because I'm getting married in two months, and it's <laughs> it's always a challenge, right? There's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to owning a business and um, planning big events like that as well. So it's been fun, but yeah, a little bit about myself. I have been in the financial services industry for five years now, going on five years. And it's not where I started. I'm actually a Red Seal pastry chef by trade. And when I started doing pastry, I, um, I was working really, really hard at it. I was really good at it. It was my passion. And people always tell you, yeah, you've, you don't work a day in your life when you find your passion. And I was like, okay, cool. This is awesome. And then I got carpal tunnel so bad that the doctor's like, so either you stop doing pastry or you're going to need surgery in a while. So I decided to make a transition. And I moved to Fort McMurray and kind of took a, took a very different route. I went into industrial sales and that job led me four years later into the oil sands as a heavy equipment operator. So working out in the oil sands, it's very volatile. I kept getting laid off and I was just like, man, I can't even handle this. Like I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt at that time. I was driving a vehicle I couldn't afford. I racked up all my credit cards trying to keep up with those Joneses, right? We don't know what mm -hmm. they're doing, but sure. they seem to be doing better than us. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a crazy, crazy time in my life a couple of years ago. And I was at a place where I was so depressed. I didn't want to get up in the morning. I really was like 300 pounds, 
like I said, a hundred grand in debt. And uh, you can imagine how that made me feel. Mm-hmm. So when I got an opportunity with my firm, they were like, Hey, you can come on part-time. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to do this. Cause I was in so much debt. I was like, no one's going to listen to me, but it turns out when you get out of debt, everyone wants to know what you did. Right. So it's been serving me really, really well in business because uh, yeah, <laughs> I paid off the debt. I built my company. I quit my job of a hundred grand a year to go full-time with my business. And I lost a hundred pounds in the doing. So, well, that's fantastic. I, I that, that really goes into, you know, a lot of what we do. I mean, we, we work in very different fields, but we help people in those areas as well. You know, I was thinking about this, I, you know, we've, we've had a lot of guests on, I think you're my first guest that is a Canadian citizen. So, uh, you know, that, well, it's only been, I've only been on since the fall. So, you know, I, I haven't, we haven't had a lot of, uh, a lot of guests, but yeah, congratulations on uh, being the first Canadian res or the Canadian resident guest of the chasing better podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So let's get into your story a little bit. I know you, you kind of alluded to this, but you had some challenges, you know, you, you did the, um, you did the, uh, the pastry chef thing. You've, you've worked into in, in other areas. You, uh, have had some other passions, but yet you are, you, you've had some, you've had some challenging seasons and without really going into too much detail, unless of course you want to, we're, we're all about the detail. Maybe just talk a little bit about where you came from and, and why you have had such a passion for um, helping people with the financial aspects of things. This is something that affects all of us. All of us have dealt with debt. All of us have dealt with job loss. We've all dealt with financial challenge and, and we'll kind of get into why this is such a big deal. Um, with the times that we live in, but I just love to hear a little bit more about your story and what got you involved in working with finance. So in 2015, I was five months in to working in the oil sands and I got laid off because the plant blew down, uh, blew up and they were like, okay, well, you're a contractor. So bye. And I was like, um, what? (laughs) Like I just quit my job of four years to come and work at this place and you're going to lay me off like four months in, that's pretty cool. And so it was really funny story. I was not looking for work whatsoever, but I met a guy named Felix and Felix owns a couple different companies. And he was like, you got to meet my daughter. (laughs) And so I booked an appointment with her and he's like, you're super entrepreneurial. And I was like, okay, I didn't really think I was at the time, you know, but I sat down with her and she's like, Hey, if you're looking for work, we're looking for some financial advisors and we license and train our advisors and teach them how to build their own companies and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, I am unemployed and broke and need an income. So I went into financial services, not thinking that I would do anything with it. I got licensed in 10 days, uh, went back to work two weeks after that, and then did pretty much nothing for like nine months because my city burnt down. So Fort McMurray, Alberta, was hit by what we call the beast in 2016 in May. So I was off work for four months again there. So that was my second time getting laid off. And then I went back to work for five months and then the plant blew up again. And so I got laid off again and I was like, that's, that's awesome. You know, like I can't keep a steady job and pay off these bills and afford to live the lifestyle that I have. And uh, I was literally just living a life of, every single day getting up and going, what day off is it? Oh, third day off, fourth day off. I didn't know if if it was a Monday or a Tuesday or a Saturday. 
Like it was, it was crazy. I just felt like I was in this place, like a vortex almost that I was just stuck there and I couldn't get out. So when I started taking my business a little bit more seriously, I was like, Hey, I don't want to be ruled by someone else anymore. I don't want someone determining when I can take time off or when I can, you know, or how much money I can make or when I go on vacation and, uh, it was brutal. And I have to work 15 hours a day. I was gone from six in the morning till nine 30 at night. Like it was insanity. Like, how can you live a life like that? So I was super unfulfilled and I was at a point where I was driving down the hall road one night. Don't tell my boss about this story. <laughs> Promise. I won't tweet it. <laughs> right. So yeah, driving down the hall road and I was like falling asleep. It was like three o'clock in the morning and I'm chugging a Red Bull and uh, I'm looking at this guy coming towards me, fully loaded hull truck. That's an 800 ton hull truck. Mm -hmm. And he's like sleeping at the wheel wow. coming towards me. And I was like, thank God I have life insurance. Right. Like, holy cow. I almost died. And I was like honking at him, calling him on the radio. Oh, it was brutal, man. And I was just sitting there in that moment going, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not willing to risk my life for these people who don't even care about me. So I put in my notice and my spouse got an opportunity to go full-time with his company, uh, making like double both of our incomes. So he's like, Elena, go full-time with your company and we'll go from there and see how we do. So in 2017, October, I was 300 pounds and I had just came to a conclusion that I needed a change. Yeah. So I made a shift. I started tracking my daily habits. I started reading and like implementing personal development and I was doing that on my hull truck as well. I was literally like writing notes from Ed Milet's podcast on my mm -hmm. window in erasable marker. <laughs> and then when I'd stop, I'd write it in my notebook. Um, but I really utilized that time to grow myself and the way that I looked at myself, my identity. And now I get to help other people do that. Yeah. And uh, being a financial advisor doesn't sound that sexy. Like it doesn't sound super appealing, but I'll tell you a little story about today. Um, I recruited a girl three days ago. We just sat down with her father. Um, turns out they're about to lose their home, but he's been paying mortgage insurance for mm, 20 some odd years. Turns out he's been on disability three years and never made a claim on his insurance. Hmm. So guess what we did? Yeah. We made a claim on his insurance today. And he's also going to get back paid for the last three years. Uh, of mortgage payments. So that's like 65 grand that he's going to get back and they're going to cover his mortgage until he goes back to work, which okay. might be never. So just being able to do that kind of stuff for people like you, you cannot have a better feeling than making that big of an impact on someone's life, whether it's in the fitness space or um, in the financial space, it's really that impact, that ability to help someone that drives me personally. What, what percentage of people that you talk to, and, and we'll get into talking a little bit about some of the issues facing our, our economies. And, you know, I know we, we have different countries, but very similar issues in that. Yeah. Um, what, what percentage of people in that you have talked to would, would you say are underinsured or underprepared for uh, just life when it comes to their finances? The statistics in Canada is 96% of people will not make it to retirement by age 65 with enough money saved. Yeah. So 
that is something that we're working at changing. That's why I have my podcast. That's why I have my social media. I'm like, hey guys, we can't change this ourselves. <laughs> like we need to grow. We need to tell people the education that they need so that they can win too. Yeah. yeah no, that's, and, and I, I'm with you. And I think that's, that's such, and I, I would even, I mean, we, as of a couple of, you know, months ago would have probably considered ourselves to be vastly uh, undershirt. I don't think this is anything that people like to talk about. I think we always assume the best things are going to work out. We're going to get a great job. We're going to have, you know, we're going to start saving tomorrow. Uh, we're not going to get into an accident. My family's going to be fine. You know, we tend to be, you know, opportunistic and optimistic, which is, which is fine, I guess. But, um, you know, I'm sure that you've, you know, had, and we don't need to get into them, you know, some horror stories of, um, what, what happens to people's situations that find themselves being underinsured. But, you know, I find that, you know, taking care of yourself and um, making sure that all of your your ducks are in a row for yourself being responsible is something that is uh, very important. So let's talk a little about just the, the, the space we find ourselves in because this is a, there's so many people right now that are without a job, uh, that are scared, that are nervous, like anxiety is at an all-time high. And I think part of the reason that we're facing so many of the issues is that there's a lot of people that are very nervous about their finances, you know, shutdowns have taken place and uh, people have, have seen a lot of their nest eggs go away because they've needed those emergency funds they worked so hard to raise for and now they've got nothing. So um, maybe just speak to a little bit of the current financial situation and, and to someone who is honestly scared right now. They're just scared about so many things that they can't control and they're, they're allowing that just to just eat up their joy and optimism for life. In every distraction, there's a silver lining. So right now, the media is telling us that we should be scared. And you know what? Yeah, maybe we should be scared. Maybe it's like, this is really terrifying. But if you look for the things that are happening that are good, it's a very different level of happiness. Because you're able to look past the fear and you're able to look past all the negativity and you look at what is coming that's good from the situation, like what changes are happening in the world or, well, I'm planning a wedding during COVID. How do you think that's going? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, so now your guest list is 28 people. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know? So it's just crazy to think about how many changes have happened and how quickly everything's occurring and changing. And yeah, changes can be absolutely terrifying. But what we need to understand is that there's always, it's the yin and yang, right? It's, there's always something good that's going to come from something bad. So everyone's like, oh, the market's tanking. It's like the fastest to a bull market, uh, from a bull market to a bear market in history. 21 days, it went down like 20 to 30%. It was crazy. Mm. But you look at the companies that are still thriving, like the Amazons and the grocery stores, man, how do you think Costco did when everyone stocked up on toilet paper? They did pretty good. Yeah. So it's like, what are you investing in? Are you investing all your eggs in one vest, um, vessel or are you diversifying your portfolio and going, okay, well, I know that technology is doing really, really good right now. So maybe I invest in technology and maybe I don't go so much into oil and gas, but then in Alberta, for example, oil and gas is huge. And if you're not invested in oil and gas, you're missing out because there's yeah. so much that can come from that. But every single division of the market, healthcare is doing awesome right now. You know, like there's so many little things, but 
a lot of people don't look for those positives. They look for the negatives. Yeah. Well, I think well, most, most people tend to find what they're looking for. You know, if you, if you're, if you're looking for good news, you'll find it. If you're looking for shit, you'll find it too. I mean, it's just the way it goes. We all, you know, tend to find exactly what it is that we are, we are, you know, looking for. And there's just a lot of crazy, obviously in, in our world, you know, I've, I've, thir- I've learned in life that, I mean, I've, I got a high school diploma. I mean, I'm not like, and, and I don't have my doctorate by any means in this, but uh, making money is pretty simple. You mentioned Amazon, grocery stores, medical facilities, making money in anything is pretty simple. You solve problems. Mm-hmm. And the more problems you solve for more people, you will be compensated. So for us, we, we deal in the health and wellness space for you. It's financial planning. People are underinsured. They don't, they're not prepared. They need someone to help them to do that. You solve enough problems for enough people. Uh, you're going to be taken care of financially. And so I, I like how you, how you put that and that this season you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get what you put out. You'll, you'll get out of it what you put into it. But here's the good news. <laughs> we, we have a lot of problems right? We, we have a lot of problems in our society. And if you want to be taken care of financially, get to work on being creative on solving some of those problems. Exactly. You know, create a habit of saving, like yeah. even $25 a month, man, people are like, I can't save money. I don't have any money to save. Well, you have to make money to save. You can cut out one meal out. You can take that coffee every day out or instead of buying Starbucks, cause I love Starbucks and spend yeah. way too much money at Starbucks. I can make coffee at home. Ooh, what a concept. You know, I'm like, Oh, right. I just saved $5 today. That's awesome. Over 30 days. That's a lot of money that I'm putting away. So no. that, that kind of leads me to, you know, just really moving towards giving some practical tips. Cause I mean, I, I want you to give some opportunities for people to get to know you a little better or to, I'm sorry, uh, know how to contact you if they w- want to have some discussions further about this, but let's talk a little about some value. Like what would you say right now? Like people that, what are some things that people can do? You know, they're for people that right now find themselves in just dire financial straits or challenging seasons. And they just, you know, they're, they're, they're listening to you talk about saving 20 bucks a month when their budget right now shows that they are 20 bucks behind on their mortgage. Like they, they literally don't have two nickels to rub together. Well, now nobody can rub any coins together because apparently there's a coin shortage, but you can't, whatever. Uh, Maybe just give some practical advice to some people right now that just find themselves in a mess financially. How would you begin? And maybe you've even using your own story. What would, what advice would you give to someone who's just in financial major difficulty right now to start the process of digging their way back up? I sat down with a piece of paper and I wrote down every single thing that I have to pay for on a monthly basis. And I literally went through every thing on my credit card, everything that's coming out of my bank account. I was like, okay, what can I cut? Right. What can I cut? Do I need Netflix? That's $13. Is that $13 that I need to spend on groceries or $13 that I need to spend on Netflix? right? That's three meals sometimes. So little things like that you can cut out. There's an app called Mint. It's actually owned by Intuit, which also has like TurboTax and that kind of stuff. Mint is a free app. It's a budgeting app. It tracks your spending through your credit cards and your bank cards and everything like that. It uh, breaks it down into pie charts and oh man, so helpful in setting budgets and just getting some clarity on where your finances are at, really. So my first tip would be to get some clarity on where you're at. And if you're struggling, number two would be to get help. So whether that's talking to a financial advisor, 
with our firm or another firm, it doesn't really matter if you're able to sit down with someone and find out where you can save money, whether that is your insurance or maybe you're paying for mortgage insurance. Most people are. And if you have personal insurance, you can typically save half as much money. Um, and almost every single person that I sit down with who owns a mortgage has mortgage insurance. In the scenario I told you earlier, very helpful that he has mortgage insurance. But in most situations, someone's significantly overpaying for that kind of stuff. And that's a really quick little, hey, here's, here's a way to free up some cash flow. Another one that I see all the time is people prepaying their taxes. So I'll, I was told from a young age that I should get an extra 20 or 40 bucks taken off my paycheck so that at the end of the year, I get a bunch of money back. Well, if you actually run the numbers and do the math versus having your money invested, oh my goodness, it is insanity. Like up to millions of dollars, depending on how much you're putting away. So that's a thing that you can look at. Maybe you're doing that as well and you should go talk to someone that's a professional about it because the HR department doesn't always know what they're talking about. So definitely. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could tell you. It's been probably eight years since the last time I got a tax return. It's been a long time. Yeah. I always like to have like, you know, ideally, I mean, we pay now a lot, but um, I always like to have like at the end of the year, if like, if you owe nothing, it's, it's after December 31st, tax time's done, you have a zero balance, you've done it right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I love that. I think those are, those are incredibly practical things. You know, you talked about acquired reality or, or, or current reality. It's an acquired taste, right? I mean, nobody likes to really know. And I, I can't remember who's talking about this. Dave Ramsey, maybe talking about how much more emotional connection people have to cash than to their cards. Like if we're, we, if we have cash, we don't want to spend it. If we have cards that we swipe, we'd never feel the expense. It just kind of goes in and out. We don't even know it's there. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of people that spend money on stuff. Like I think the average person spends maybe 15 to $20 per day on food. But if you asked them, they would never know that because they're not counting their Starbucks and their packs of gum and different things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say? Cause we deal with this too, you know, a person that's like, well, okay, you know, you deal with health. Why do I need a health coach? Um, why somebody who were to say, okay, well, I was like, all I got to do is, is cut my budget. I mean, I don't need a financial planner. Why does someone need a financial planner? Well, first of all, if they're a broker like I am, it's free <laughs> to sit down and talk to me, no. uh, which is the best part about our company. As brokers, we're able to go over people's finances and like fine tooth comb it. And maybe they already have an advisor that's awesome. And we can be like, heck yeah, give your advisor a high five because he's doing awesome. But most of the time, what I see is they've got some things that are good and some things that we can improve on. So being able to sit down and actually offer a couple more practical tips um, term insurance versus permanent insurance, very big difference. And a lot of people have term insurance because they don't know the difference. But if you have a permanent product, there's cash value there versus a term insurance, there's no cash value and you pay a little bit less upfront, but way more long-term. Yeah. So, like little, little things like that. I see all the time. Yeah. I've heard from people that, that do the insurance talk about the idea of like, do you want to benefit if you die or when you die? Right. Uh, that I think that's a lot of the difference, but um, you know, I think one of the issues that we've really dealt with, with the person and kind of the answer that we give a lot is why do I need a coach? Why do I need a financial planner? Pretty simple because if you could have done it on your own, you would have already that most, why not most 10 most, times faster. Yeah. So why, why would you not, you know, and, and it's just kind of being responsible and, taking care of, of things that, that you need to take care of. So, I mean, you've alluded to this, but um, if, if somebody's out there and they're just wanting to maybe get in touch with you and 
have a conversation, do that free conversation like you had just mentioned and say, hey, you know, you've probably talked to people all over the map, you know, people that are a mess financially to people that are okay, but they're paycheck to paycheck to people that have a substantial nest egg, but it's like kind of the proverbial cash in a mattress and they're not really getting the most out of it that they possibly can. I know you probably help people all over the map, but maybe just talk about the, uh, the types of people that you're helping mostly right now and what to do if somebody maybe wants to have a, uh, a further discussion with you. So everyone can get a hold of me on my social media. It's at Elena Chisholm, and I'm sure Corey will post how to spell my crazy name. Uh, thankfully, it's changing soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that if people talk to someone about their finances, they're going to be able to understand why they're doing what they're doing. So for instance, why do I have a tax-free savings account? And I know in the States, it's different, but... Uh, just understanding how they work and how to maximize on your investments and stuff like that is the biggest piece because right now, honestly, what I'm dealing with the most is unemployed people uh, that are severely in debt and don't have a budget to work with. So I'm going in and I'm able to look over their financial picture and go, okay, we can probably save you money on here or here or here. And maybe that's cheaper mortgage rates or that's, <clears throat> switching up their debt so that they're paying a lot less, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending a couple minutes with us. You know, this has been very helpful and, and I, this is a topic I really certainly enjoy, uh, talking about. And I just wanted to say thanks for what you're doing for a lot of people, helping them in this very important area, getting, uh, getting their life together and their situations handled. And so, uh, thanks for giving people the information of how to find you. And, uh, I just want to say if you're out there and you, uh, want to just have a conversation a no pressure um, just conversation about your finances and how to prepare but also how to how to make your dollars go even further than they are uh, I really strongly suggest having some uh, some time with Elena reach out to her on social media set up a consultation and let's get you squared away so Elena thanks for spending some time with us today really appreciate it thank you all right, everybody, this has been the Chasing Better podcast. And uh, for those of you that know, when in my book talked about how to be better with money. And this is just part of that whole deal. We really want to give value and help you to become the best version of yourself in all areas, in your relationships, uh, in, your, in your thought process, and in, in how you spend your resources. Because we got, we got one life. That's one thing we all got in common. We might be, uh, have differences in regards to our, politic, our political affiliations or uh, different things like that, but we all have one life. We all have one chance and we want to make sure we do it to uh, the best, wisest and most fun uh, way that we possibly can. So thanks for everybody for listening. Hope this was valuable to you. If this uh, was able to add some value to your life, I really encourage you to share this podcast. Let some other people uh, know that you listen to it. And as always, any uh, five-star reviews that you give us on all of the social or the uh, podcast platforms are greatly appreciated. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And until next time, this has been Corey and you've listened to the Chasing Better podcast. We'll see you next time. Chasing better. No matter where I go, I want you to know that I'm out here chasing better. I'm gonna take this far. Today is where I start. In my home, I'm better. Every day, I'm better. What can I say? I'm
I'm chasing better, 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 better. In my life, I'm better. Living dreams, I'm better. What do I mean? I'm better. I'm chasing better, 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 better. I dry my tears, cause I'm right here. See, I'm singing and dancing, loving, outlasting, striving, providing. I widen my horizon. I'm chasing better, chasing better, 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 I'm chasing better.